0: Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com And we are continuing to broadcast live here from the Advanced Advertising Pavilion in the LVCC NAB Show 2017. And I have another great friend with me. It just happens that all my friends are doing really cool things. I don't know how that happened, but it's a blessing. (laughs)
1: people you attract.
0: That's right. So I have Greg Catano here, and Greg has, wears many hats, but one of the hats he wears is working with cardboard, with unofficial cardboard, right. which is one of the um, you know goggles that you put on, you put your phone in, and it's made of cardboard, and right. sometimes other things too, to really um, democratize the distribution of VR and 360 content, right. um, because not everyone can afford those crazy devices. But you also have your hands in a lot of other VR 360 business models. So tell us what you're doing here at the NAB show.
1: Thanks. Uh, nice to be here. Thank you for inviting Greg me. Greg Catano,
0: ladies and Greg gentlemen. Greg Catano. <laughs> the Hello, Catano everyone, is in town. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Actually, just landed about an hour ago. Right, right. So <laughs> I'm glad I made it. Thank you for having me.
0: Uh, it's a pleasure.
1: Uh, so, Boy, are
0: your arms tired? Oh yeah,
1: <laughs> but no. uh, Virtual reality was the first time that. I was completely bullish on a media movement, and I've been in LA all my life. Been around entertainment for the last 25 plus years, and what had happened is I started to get a little disillusioned with entertainment because you know uh, tax credits are taking the work out of the you know out of the state, out of the country, uh, oversaturation of our business, and uh, at the time I had a, my own company, and I said, I think I have to. Probably wind my company down. I was doing visual effects, and mm-hmm. visual effects was taking a major hit. So when VR came around, I went to you know go check it out, and I said, "Wow, this is amazing! It's completely changing uh, my um, impression of or, or of my environment." And it was the first time that it completely tricked my mind that I was somewhere else. Mm-hmm. And as soon as I got out of the the experience, it was an Oculus experience. I start. Sending text messages to my friends saying, "Okay, I'm in,"
0: right, right, and
1: and and this is this is it. Uh, so, and I, it's an
0: easy transition, I think. I mean, we've spoken to a lot of VR folks because um, of the big pavilion here this week. But right. um, for you, it's an easy transition in many ways because if you're already familiar with VFX, which in so many ways yeah. is software and tech plus art, right? That's what. VR and AR is as well. So conceptually, it's the same mindset. Right. You know, you're blending tech and art together. That
1: is correct. Yeah. And I was one of the earlier guys in 3D. So uh, as we all know, 3D didn't really work because. Didn't really
0: burst out dimensionally? No, it didn't. It-
1: <laughs> <laughs> Didn't really come so out it, at you. It did.
0: It's, it's the <laughs> afternoon. We're a little punchy.
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, because there wasn't any distribution. Right, I mean, right. We were all told to upgrade our televisions to HD, and then a few months later, we were asked to now get 3D televisions, and that was a real big challenge. So, when VR came around, I said, "It's about distribution." And and as you mentioned at the at the beginning of this interview. Mobile. I mean, there's 2.5 billion smartphones out there, and immediately I realized that that's where I need to be. I had to find the the top Google cardboard manufacturer. So,
0: and can you explain to people who don't know what Google cardboard sure. is?
1: Sure. So, uh, about three years ago, at the Google Developers Conference, just weeks after Facebook had announced their Oculus acquisition uh, for two billion dollars, Google says, everyone, we're also getting into virtual reality, but you're going to get a cardboard box. You're going to get this cardboard view. And everyone thought it was a joke. But immediately, they realize, oh wait, this isn't a joke. This is an enabler for all of us. And like you said, it's it's the democratization of virtual reality or 360 immersive, as people like to say. So uh, that um, viewer... Uh, that enabler was something that I had never seen in the in the you know 20-plus years in entertainment, is having something that accessible and magical. I mean, people will go, "Uh, poo-poo it. You know, it's, it's, right. it's, it's a It's of cardboard. But it is life-changing. And
0: what I like wh- about what you're saying is because so many people in the VR world talk about VR, but they don't talk about the fact that there's a distribution problem. You know, like people don't have the fancy headsets, the big processors, and so cardboard at least brings it to everybody, but you have to talk about how do people consume this. You've got to get to the entail. So people like to talk about the sexy front, but not the bottom, the back. The back's important, too, especially for a Jewish girl. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
1: you know what you mentioned the, the the word sexy yeah the the sexy factor is something that i've been talking about for a couple of years now and people are a little shocked when they go whoa you said sexy on the air you yeah. said sexy at but that's what
0: virtual reality is right yeah it's yeah. sexy
1: but distribution is not sexy to a lot of people and yeah. to me i mean i was one of the earlier guys jumping on uh, uh, data transfer data management when the red cameras were first coming out. And nobody wants to deal with that. It's the dirty work of entertainment. But you realize that it's the most needed thing because uh, distribution meaning that with distribution, if you don't bridge that chasm between the content makers and the consumers, you have nothing. And I learned that in 3D. So here I was one of the...
0: Right, you know? so you're bringing the fact that 3D didn't get the distribution or the adoption that it needed to get because that distribution piece wasn't really thought out well. Right. So you really wanted to make sure that for this new sexy content play, th- it made out well. So Unofficial Cardboard is different from Cardboard, or what, what is Unofficial Cardboard? It's
1: actually one of the first partners with Google. So okay. um, the unofficial name was almost like a placeholder... Uh, just so we wouldn't get sued, and uh, you know, because official was is obviously Google, yeah. So we we're unofficial cardboard, and it just stuck. Uh, people get a little chuckle out of that, and what they don't realize is that we are a Google certified partner. Uh, works with Google. Cardboard is the is the the moniker, right?
0: And one of my favorite ways to kind of work with unofficial cardboard is to um, if you if you are a brand or a content creator and you're creating some content to actually distribute the cardboard at the event or however you're, you know, releasing the VR content. Right. And then you can brand it, right? You can design it and brand it, and so someone's holding your brand in their hand while they're watching this great content.
1: Exactly. Yeah. In fact, uh, just recently we worked with uh, uh, Golden State Warriors. Uh, they had a Golden State Warrior Houston Peter, Rockets Peter game. Peter Goober. Uh, yep, <laughs> that's right, and Dodgers. Yep. Uh, and as we, we know, Goober is... Very bullish on VR as yeah. well. He invested in next. And the VR. digital
0: dude guy is an uh, uh, old colleague of mine. Um, I can't remember his name now. Um, not enough protein today. All right, keep going. Oh no, no worries. <laughs> but, but
1: it's great to yeah. see these uh, veterans in entertainment embracing it because yes. they're even realizing. Because they were the, the, the old guard was always the ones that you had to convince. Yes. And to, to see these veterans jump in and realize, okay, wait a minute. Uh, for for a hundred years, we've been an observer and we're a participant. And I actually take that from Peter Guber. He he mentions that in a lot of his talks, and, and that's absolutely right. Is that that is a complete paradigm shift? Three D was okay. It was cool. You know, it, it, you know stuff coming out of the screen or or looking into a window, and you get this immersive experience. But but with with cardboard and and, and you know and, and distribution is the the most important thing. And the other thing, if I may if yeah. I may talk about it, yeah. I am also a partner with the VR Arcade. So Chris Crisitelli and I, we've both been in 3D, and he started the 3D Fest, and then the VR Fest when VR rolled around. And we teamed up, and actually tomorrow, if I may plug it... Yes, please. Um, shameless plug. Uh, tomorrow we're going to be at the MGM, at the Level Up Lounge, and the Hakkasan, which is one of the hotter clubs here mm-hmm. in Las Vegas... And we have curated, I think we're up to 14 of the top hottest VR experiences. So you have chocolate, you have, uh, 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 let's see, um, Robo Recall, uh, Raw Data. So all the ones that people have just been talking about. It's getting all the
0: the surprise. And and is this arcade model something that you're going to be rolling out all over the place? We are.
1: We are. And what I think... And, and again, it's another form of distribution. Yeah. I I I took the unofficial position, unofficial cardboard position, to give me the most access to everyone, to have the highest vantage point. As we know, things take a little while to develop. Yeah. So I said, what would give me that highest vantage point? Let me talk to all the content creators. I'll be agnostic. Yeah. And yeah. I can, f- f- you know, freely roam around and and see what people are working on. And I said, distribution. Once again, you know. Okay. So. The, the two areas that I realized would be the most important were mobile yep. and location-based yep. virtual reality. Right.
0: And that's come up a lot, by the way, in our conversations over the last couple of days about what IMAX is doing. Right. And we just learned about Void today and oh, what they're doing. Oh, I love doing. Void. Love the Void, um, guys. And just the, fa- the fact that this is going to drive more engagement in retail environments and also create great community. When you can have VR experiences together. It's
1: incredible that you said community. Um, yeah. What,
0: I'm, I'm incredible.
1: Yes, you are. You are. <laughs> and, and, and that's why we're friends. <laughs> uh, when we were putting the VR arcade together, I realized that these are going to start, start popping up everywhere. They're right. going to be a little cookie cutter after a while. Right. And, you know, the experiences are going to come and go. And, you know, it could feel a little cold because it's technology. Yeah. And, I approached Chris and I said, you know, Chris, (laughs) I was a DJ back in L.A., back in the days, and I wasn't the best DJ technically, but my parties and my dances were just gigantic. And the reason being, it was almost pre-social media. I used to connect with all the key influencers in the different parts of L.A. And they would just bring all their friends. So, very successful model. And I said, can we apply this to the VR Arcade? I want to reach out to the nicest, coolest, most influential people in VR who are my friends right now and I wanna I want to put them in a group and attach them to this. And and the tagline that I came up with is come for the VR, stay for the community. So right. well, I it, like it's that. it's incredible that you said that. Oh that's great. I want people to experience all these cool experience, or VR experiences, but they're going to realize, like, wow, these are the, the biggest influencers, and they brought their influencers, so it's it's going to be a really so where, good time. So where
0: can people, besides NAB, is VR Arcade going to be a brand that you're going to roll out all over the place?
1: Yes. So, and where, where can
0: we find out more about that?
1: Uh, so Las Vegas is really the place we're going to be launching this. We did a soft launch at CES in January, and uh, from there we are talking to resorts about going worldwide right and you're going to take me with
0: you when you do the resort absolutely
1: I mean that's that's the whole motivation behind it we just want to travel (laughs) and spread the VR gospel
0: well we're with Greg Catano talking about the future of VR distribution with unofficial cardboard and with his new business model called VR Arcade and where can we reach you
1: uh, you can reach me at uh, actually starting a, a, a little VR agency. So it's greg at letsmeld.com.
0: letsmeld.com. I love it. That's the new agency. Okay. Greg at letsmeld.com, learning all about... The endpoint of VR, the distribution piece, and bringing great insights to all your years of experience and working with emerging technology. So it's been so great to talk so to you. So great to talk to and you, And if Laurie. you're at the NAB show tomorrow in the afternoon, check out VR Arcade. Where is it located?
1: It's at the MGM Level Up Lounge at 7 o'clock.
0: At 7 o'clock. If you're still up... <laughs> After and it week, goes into
1: four and it's it goes extended Las okay, Vegas. All right, hours.
0: great. Um, well, it's been so great talking to you. Thanks for joining Thank us. Thank
1: you for having me.
0: It's great to be had, isn't it? <laughs> and we'll be back with more at the Advanced Advertising Pavilion. At three o'clock, we have an influencers podcaster panel.